This episode is sponsored by me, Andy Hill, the host of this show. If you're looking for someone to support you on your family, wealth, and happiness journey, I'm taking on a select number of coaching clients this year. To work with me one-on-one for your family finances, go to marriagekidsandmoney.com slash coaching to learn more. How can we decrease our annual expenses while increasing the fun in our lives? That became the question I asked myself. Well, here's what our family did over the last four years to make this kooky dream a reality. This show is dedicated to helping you strengthen your family tree and live financially free. Welcome to the Marriage, Kids, and Money podcast, everybody. This is Andy Hill, and today we are going to do two things. First, we're going to bring you another Best of MKM episode. Today, we're featuring one of our most downloaded episodes from 2019 entitled How We Decreased Our Expenses by $20,000 and Increased Our Fun by 10000 This is a Hill Family Story original, so you're going to be hearing from me solo, no interview. And yeah, people like this one. Downloaded it uh, a lot in 2019. So I hope you guys will download it a little bit more here at the end of 2020. And it helps you on your journey to managing your finances and having a good life. Second, I'm going to give you another quick update on our Big Tip Tuesday progress as we're closing in on the final week of this year. And I want to share with you some Big Tip giving stories that may just get you in the holiday spirit of generosity. All right, let's jump into today's show. In order to achieve financial independence, FI, you need to first understand what your annual expenses are. That's how much money you need to live comfortably every single year of your life. Your annual expenses, they can include things like your housing, your transportation, food, utility bills, entertainment, travel, and the many other things that make your life your life. (laughs) For our family, I found that number to range between $60,000 and $70,000 per year. That number is after taxes, and it doesn't include money for saving and investing, like for a 401k or IRA or saving for the kids' college funds, things like that. With lower annual expenses, it would definitely be a lot easier for our family to become financially independent. If you're using the 4% rule to calculate how much we need to save to become FI, then we'd need around $1.5 million to $1.75 million. Oh, considering we have around, oh, $4,000 in it. <laughs> About $4,000 in a taxable brokerage account at uh, 37 years old. That's going to take us quite a while. (laughs) A few years ago, I started interviewing some people on my podcast about their financial independence plans and their successes. I chatted with some couples that happily live on around $30,000 to $40,000 per year. With annual expenses like that, you could hit FI at $750,000 to $1 million. And that's a lot more feasible when you factor in compound interest into the equation, especially with our crazy bull market as of late. Who knows what it's going to do, though? Who knows? (laughs) 
As I continued with these interviews, I started to get inspired to lower our family's annual expenses. With lower expenses, our family would be able to hit phi much, much sooner. I was also conscious, though, of not whittling down our expenses so much that we wouldn't have any fun together during the early part of my marriage and and the early part of our kids' lives. So, how can we decrease our annual expenses while increasing the fun in our lives? That became the question I asked myself. Well, here's what our family did over the last four years to make this kooky dream a reality. Let's start with the decreasing of our expenses. Number one, we paid off our mortgage. When we bought our home in 2013, my wife and I agreed that we'd pay off our mortgage in less than five years. She would get her dream home and I would get my complete debt-free life. This would allow us to own that dream home in our ideal neighborhood with a great school district and live mortgage-free. This four-year mortgage freedom process helped us to reduce our annual expenses by $14,000 per year. So I'll give you guys the comparison. In 2014, we spent around $21,000 on our mortgage taxes and insurance. And then last year, which was our first full year of mortgage freedom, we only spent $6,500. So about a $14,000 difference. So that's one thing we did to decrease our annual expenses without losing our fun. Number two, saved money on groceries. In 2014, we were shopping at Kroger for our regular grocery needs. I'm sure you've heard of them. They're pretty huge, even even if you're in different parts of the country. I know they're based in Cincinnati, but I think they're national now. It's a great store with an awesome selection, but it's a little pricey. So after chatting with a few frugal shopper friends, I learned about Aldi. My wife was a little hesitant to go at first as I brought it up to her for a couple of the reasons that uh, I pre-warned her about. The store was, it's a little further away from our house. It's about 15 minutes from our house. Uh, you had to bring your own bags because they don't give you bags or they don't do the bagging even. And there weren't very many brand name items there as well. So if you wanted ketchup, there's just the one ketchup, you know, there's not Heinz and the other hunts and all there's like not a million ketchups. There's one ketchup. And then the last thing, you have to bring a quarter to get your own shopping cart, <laughs> which is funny. You get it, you get it back at the end, but uh, nevertheless, it was it was pretty different. But she decided to go anyway because she sometimes indulges my kooky craziness, and to her surprise, she started to really like it. Less choices meant a quicker shopping experience. And when you have little kids that you're traveling around with, that is a good thing. And the uh, whole bring your own bags thing, that actually filled up her environmentally conscious heart. So all good there. So my frugal experiment worked and we saved around 3000 bucks per year by making the switch to Aldi. That is a lot of money. And the stars aligned for my awesome wife as well, who stuck with me during this craziness because a brand new Aldi opened up to just minutes from our house just last year. So a big frugal win for our family. So let's compare the numbers. So 2014, we spent around $8,800 on our food and dining category there, which includes our groceries. And in 2018, 
we spent around 6000 So about a $2,800 difference, about 3000 bucks. That's a big deal. Number three, we crushed the monthly bills. The next victims on my list were the monthly bills, and they included the cell phone, the electric bill, and the cable bill. So to save on our cell phone bill, this was a quick and easy one, actually. Nicole and I were on separate cell phone plans because we got married and we were on separate cell phone plans. We just never combined them. So by combining into a family plan, we saved around 400 bucks per year. And then for the electric bill, I'm going to attribute our overall annual savings to the Nest thermostat. I don't actually have any physical proof (laughs) of this savings, but I can't think of any other thing that we did in our electrical bill over the past few years, but buy that. And uh, the cool thing about it is when you leave the house, it automatically goes into eco mode. So essentially like turns off the AC or turns off the heat when you're not there. And then, or it just goes to a comfortable level. So things don't freeze or anything or, or get too hot. Um, but, um, but when you're gone, you're essentially not using the electricity, which is great. So our overall savings between 2014 and 2018 was 600 bucks for our electric bill. And then lastly, we cut the cord on cable. It was simple as that. We said bye-bye to Comcast and we said hello to about $600 of annual savings. So between all those things, uh, our overall bills and utilities from 2014, around 7,000 bucks. And then in 2018, about 5,600. So we saved about $1,300 by making those changes. So those were the decreasing our expenses things. Those top three, I'm going to share three things that we did now to increase our fun. Number one, we vacationed more. In 2014, we didn't, we didn't travel very much. We had a newborn baby and we went down to one full-time income instead of two. So Nicole could become a stay-at-home mom and take care of our two kids. Thank you, Nicole. Now that our kids are much older, we want a vacation more, right? So last year was our first test run at traveling more and having more fun. So we increased our travel spending by $5,000 from 2014. We went to Cabo San Lucas. Well, I guess we we spent a lot of, we'd use points mostly on that one. Um, We went to Northern Michigan. We went to Los Angeles. That one was also on points, but we also went to Cancun and that was not on points. That was pretty expensive. But anyway, it was an incredible year of vacation fun. So in 2014, we spent around $1,200 on travel. And then in 2018, we spent about $6,200 on travel. So it was about a $5,000 difference. Money well spent, in my opinion. Number two, we gave more to friends, family, and charity. So something that brings a smile to our faces and our family is giving more of our money. There are causes and charities that we're passionate about and family and friends that we love. When you have money to give, it feels incredible to be generous. So in 2018, we set a goal of giving 3% of our income to charity. We were happy to achieve that goal and teach our kids the importance of giving as well because they were there alongside us seeing who we gave to and how we gave. Overall, in 2018, we gave $3,000 more than we did in 2014. This is spending that makes us happy, and it makes others happy as well. So 2014, we spent $5,000 on gifts and donations, and then in 2018, we spent around $8,000 on gifts and donations. So again, money well spent. 
Number three, scheduled activities for our kids. We love our kids, man. And we want them to have a happy, healthy, and fun childhood. With that desire comes some investment, right? Last year, we signed our kids up for summer camps, swimming lessons, the soccer team, and of course, Calvin's last year of preschool. This increase was around $2,000 more than we spent in 2014, and we'd do it all over again. So in 2014, the expenses were $2,500, bucks, and in 2018, it was around $5,000, so uh, close to $2,500 difference on our bundles of joy. <laughs> so when you combine our annual expenses that decreased and the ones that increased, we see a net savings of around 7,500 bucks. That is not bad. So overall from 2014, we were spending about $71,000. And then in 2018, we spent about 6,300, something like that. So with all that increase of fun and the, and the decreases, it's still a savings about 7,500 bucks. So I have a full detailed chart of all of this that I have in the show notes at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash session 143. And you guys can go check it out there. I've got all the categories from mortgage to home improvement to insurance to food and dining, everything that we spent from 2014 to 2018. And you can see, get a preview into how we, how we spend our money. Now, will $63,000 of annual expenses make it easier for our family to hit financial independence? Mm, probably not by much. <laughs> but it doesn't hurt our chances either. According to the 4% rule we talked about earlier, that's about $187,000 less we'll need to save up to hit FI. That's right. A $7,500 difference in annual spending can dramatically affect the savings required to become financially independent. What I've learned by analyzing our spending differences over the past four years is that as long as we're increasing our happiness and decreasing our spending on the unimportant stuff, then we're headed in the right direction. And really, I'm already feeling pretty financially independent without actually being financially independent. Well, what do you guys think of financial independence? I would love to hear what you think. Is it motivating to decrease your annual expenses? How are you balancing it as a family? Please contact me on Facebook or Instagram at Andy Hill MKM and let me know. Or you could go to the marriagekidsandmoney.com slash session 143 and leave us a comment in the comment section. I'd love to hear what you have to say. We'll be back to the show after a word from our sponsor. Are you looking for someone to walk alongside you on your journey to family financial independence? Well, I would love to help you achieve your goals and help your family thrive. I work with couples, individuals, and families all around the U.S. via video chat and can assist in the following areas. Becoming debt-free, growing your net worth, crafting and sticking to your budget, reviewing Coast Fire plans, developing strategies to build generational wealth for your kids, and designing your future work-optional lifestyle. Doesn't that sound nice? <laughs> if you're interested in working with me one-on-one, -on -one, you can book a time with me by visiting marriagekidsandmoney.com slash coaching. I would love to help you strengthen your family tree and live financially free. 
Visit marriagekidsandmoney.com slash coaching to learn more, or you can click the link in our show description. If you're looking to improve your financial situation, it helps when you're able to cut out unnecessary costs. Cell phone services are a necessity for sure, but we don't need to be overpaying for them, right? That's why I like Tello Mobile, a phone service worth talking about. We've been fully on board as a family with Tello for over two years now, and we are so happy that we made the switch. For us, the reception and data service is better than Verizon, and our costs were nearly cut in half. Tello runs on the T-Mobile network and it's wowing new customers like us with their rock bottom prices and stellar service. With over 10,000 reviews, Tello is rated as excellent on Trustpilot, and this is quite rare in the wireless world. Nicole and I went for the unlimited data, minutes, and texting plan for only 25 bucks per month each. Isn't that crazy? You heard that right. $25 is their most expensive plan, actually. And Tello is running a special offer for MKM listeners right now. Check out Tello today at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello. That's marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello and use the code MKM20 to get 20% off on your first month of service for any Tello plan above that $10 per month mark. Again, use MKM20 to get 20% off at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello, and you'll be supporting this show. Hurry up. The code is valid until April 19th, 2024. Marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello. Let's jump back into the show. I am proud to announce that we crossed over the $1,000 mark for Big Tip Tuesday giving for the very first time. We've been doing this for three years now, and I love this. It's a great tradition. I think it gets people in the giving mood and obviously helps a lot of people who are working hard in the service industry. So thank you all so much for participating and sharing your stories and sharing this giving as a community. It's so much fun that we crossed over $1,000. I think it's just gonna give us some excitement for next year. So we still have one week left. So if you haven't had a chance to join us, you can still bring a smile to someone working hard in the service industry during this holiday season and make it even higher of a goal for us next year. Here's the quick way for you to participate. Number one, find someone working hard in the service industry. Think like a waitress or fast food worker, food delivery, sanitation workers, hairstylist, your landscaper, whatever. Number two, give them a bigger than normal tip, something more generous than you've ever done before. This can be like a $100 tip or a 100% tip on their service or any amount that feels generous to you. Number three, tell them you appreciate them working hard and helping you out, especially during a pandemic. And then number four, shoot me a note on social at Andy Hill MKM or leave me a voicemail at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash voicemail and let me know how it went. And then number five, I would love to include your giving amount and your story in the totals for this year. So if you could get it to me, yeah, this week, that'd be great. That way we can make our giving amount even higher next year and inspire more folks to just make their community happier and and just filled with generosity. So to inspire you, here are some more stories from this year's giving so far. Number one, 
Our friends Kellen and Brittany from The Savvy Couple ordered their Instacart groceries just like they normally do. But this time, they added a $100 tip to the app when they made their order. Kellen shared their gratitude on a video in their Instagram channel, and you guys should check them out at The Savvy Couple. And you can see the spirit of the holidays on his face when he shares it. So cool. That is how you Big Tip Tuesday. Number two, the second story, number two, Karen from Chicago shared this very cool one with us. The night before Chicago's current stay-at-home order and no more indoor dining went into place, they got Chinese at their favorite restaurant and they left a 100% tip. So cool. She said that they didn't know how much business the restaurant would be getting after this and they wanted to support their waitress and the staff. That's cool, man. That is how you big tip Tuesday. And then the third one, number three, Lisa from Money Fit Moms. You guys heard her in July sharing how she became a millionaire by 30. And she went for the triple $100 tip. She gave $100 to her house cleaner, $100 to her hairdresser, and a $100 tip to her landscaper. That is how you give back. That is how you pay it forward. That is how you big tip Tuesday. So these are just a few stories and participants so far. I would love to include you. So please give with your heart, give something that's generous to you and bring a smile to your neighbors who are working hard in the service industry this year. Yes, there is going to be a relief package this year from the government stimulus, but will that 600 bucks or whatever it ends up being be enough to help people who are really working hard and trying to make ends meet? Think about that. Think about how you could give back, even just a little bit. Maybe that smile, that those words of encouragement and, and the money might really help them as they head into a new year. So anyway, I close the totals by the end of the year. So December 31st, hit me up on social, Andy Hill MKM. That's at Andy Hill MKM. I hope to hear from you this week. As a quick reminder, everybody, this show is for entertainment purposes only. Be sure to seek out a professional for your specific financial situation. A big thanks to Dan Tabbitt for editing today's show and helping me out just in total this year, man. It's been great working with you. Thank you so much. I'm very grateful for your partnership. And to Alec Collins for bringing together our YouTube videos. He helped me to go over 1,000 subscribers this year. What a year. Alec, thank you so much. It's really great partnering with both of you guys. You can find that channel at youtube.com slash marriage kids and money. In the spirit of growth and inspiration, I'm going to end the show with a quote today from Henry David Thoreau. The price of anything is the amount of life you exchange for it. Track your spending and use your money to benefit your life and the lives of others the best way possible. Carpe diem. 